25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo! Almost that time. I mean, it's a weekend somewhere, doggone. Already. Sure is. Welcome in. I'm Matt. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. Roger, you know, there's lots of things I like about Farm Bureau. I have uh, all my family's insurance with Farm Bureau. Uh, insurance and have for many years. Really happy. I love the people I meet in the company and around and the different offices and stuff. It's great. And and there's these little uh, benefits. The local Tupelo Farm Bureau office, Mark Guin and the guys there, they gave me a hat that has a Farm Bureau logo on the front of it, and it's now my favorite hat. It's just one of those, you know, it has the mesh on the back. I guess you call it a trucker hat because, yeah. you know, halfway back it's mesh. Is that the one you had at the Whippets in your picture? Yes, that's it. Yeah. It fits. I thought what a sharp-looking hat that was. Well, thank you. It is a sharp-looking hat, okay? It's it's per- uniform. It's perfect. It doesn't have, like, a little pointy thing. It doesn't fit your head oddly. It fits my head perfectly. It has the, um, you know, the old-fashioned plastic strap on the back where you can adjust the size with the little clicks, you know? As opposed to like the little, um, you know, cloth or leather ones, which I hate. <laughs> it's the perfect you hate hat. Those, huh? okay. It's the, but I I've been sweating in it apparently, and now it's starting to get a ring on the bill. I'm gonna have to wash it. I'm starting to worry about it, but it's my favorite hat. They have even given me my favorite hat. Is there a trick to washing those? I, if there is, I don't know. Some people have different techniques. I know, like put the dishwasher. I know one guy that he used to every he'd wash his hats. Yes, he'd wash them in dishwasher too. But and then he'd take them out and stick them over a football to make sure they didn't lose their shape while they dried. Oh. And I've never really done that. But anyway, lots of Great benefits. If your head shaped like a football. That's pretty, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty sad. Actually. Yeah, sure. If you're a cone head, a pointy headed <laughs> dude. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. There's a lot of really good jokes in the cone head movies. I mean, I know it's corny, but there's some good jokes in the movies, really. Hadn't seen those in a while either. Welcome in. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. I got a text just a minute ago from uh, Neil Price, who is at the ballpark. He was talking about how many people are there already. Lots of people there, as you would expect. And here on a Friday, we're, you know, we're not one at a time and we're mass communicating. Big one at a time in here. We're mass communicating. Oh, yes. That's a powerful new force. Mm-hmm. Shake a leg, Junior. Shake a leg, Junior. I want to do this. I want to 
Roger, I want to go ahead. I've got two teams today for the countdown of 100 college football teams in 100 days. We are 92 days away. Let me make sure I've got that right. We are, I think, 92 days away from August the 31st. Yes, that's right. Now, I know Ole Miss is going to start on the 24th, but for, for the entire country, everybody's playing football by that weekend, that last weekend in August. So that's what we're counting it down to. And uh, so today I have two teams because I got team number 92, and since it's Friday, we're going to do team number 91. So let's just get into it. One hundred teams, and we're well on into it by now. Bum, 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 bum. All right, so first up, team number ninety-two in the college football countdown is from Conference USA. Uh, their baseball team is actually in the tournament, playing in Athens, Georgia, but their football team is known as the Owls. They are the Fighting Owls from Florida Atlantic. Here's their fight song. What do you think? Not bad. Not a big fan, Roger? No, we got better songs down here. Yeah, well, no doubt. No doubt. Florida Atlantic. They're kind of a young school, though. That's probably the problem. Everything older is better, isn't it? <laughs> well, the the pageant we talked about the the pageantry that used to go into. I mean, still does to some extent, but everything was just much grander back in the day. Seems like. Yeah, this school wasn't established until 1961. I mean, they're not much older than us, Roger. Florida Atlantic. They're pretty young. They're a public four-year university. Uh, their enrollment at FAU, 26,245. That's, I'm going to tell you what now. They are, um, they've got students. 78% of those 26,000 are undergraduate. Uh, get this. Here, here's, hey, I'm just saying. 60% of the student body is female. 40% male. Ethnicity at Florida Atlantic University. Students, 57% white, 17% black, 17% Hispanic, 5% Asian, 4% international. Just looking at some of the the numbers on that. Their budget at Florida Atlantic, $468 million. It's a big school is what we're saying. It is a big school. Now, Unlike the other school we're going to have here, unlike Louisiana Tech, who was uh, part of the countdown yesterday, Florida Atlantic does not have just a ton of famous, recognizable alumni. Not, not in, I mean, in, in my evaluation anyway. But they do have one who everybody around the entire, in the entire world knows whether you like him or not. The comedian Carrot Top. Is a graduate of Florida Atlantic. You know that? 
Roger, are you a fan of Carrot Top? Uh, Pre-steroid Carrot Top. He's definitely, definitely on steroids. I will say this. I've never watched Carrot Top and not laughed out loud. Yes, he uses props, and other comedians look down their nose at that. I, I like it. <laughs> I, well, I like I liked his uh, his bit too, but it, it was just funny when he didn't look like uh, somebody in a killer clown movie. Yeah, he really does look. I mean, I've never. You you talk about just a human being that looks like something from a different planet. <laughs> it, it, it looks like somebody who took steroids and was one of those people out in Hollywood who had two. Any plastics? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's kind of that way. All right, on the football field, they're coached by Lane Kiffin. He is what it you know is what it is. Last season, they won five ball games under Lane Kiffin. They are kind of transfer university at Florida Atlantic under Lane Kiffin. They, they get every transfer they can possibly get. They lost the season opener to Oklahoma 63 to 14. And then they beat Air Force and Bethune Cookman. Then back to back losses to Central Florida and Middle Tennessee. Had a win over Old Dominion where they put up 52 points. Consecutive losses to Marshall and La Tech. Played La Tech pretty close, 21 13. Beat their in state rival, Florida International. And Western Kentucky. That'd be their best win of the year, if you ask me. 34 15 over. WKU, and then finished the season on consecutive losses to North Texas and Charlotte. So that's what happened to them last year. They're coming off a five-win year. Uh, this season, Lane Kiffin and the Owls have the uh, pleasure of getting to go to Ohio State to start the season. They go to Ohio State on August the 31st in 92 days. And this year they are on the schedule for Southern Miss. It'll be the season finale uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Southern Miss will go to Florida Atlantic. That'll be the final game of the year. One last thing on Florida Atlantic, then I'm going to team number 91 because they're more interesting anyway. But get this. Roger, if we, if you and I, with you know some friends, were tasked with sitting around a table and coming up with a name for the owl mascot, at Florida Atlantic. Let's just imagine we are back in the 80s. They're going to be the Owls, and they say, we're going to have this Owl mascot, but we got to name it something. Hooter. Hooter? Yeah. You know, something hoot? <laughs> Hootie? I mean, Hootie. seriously. Hootie, Hootie the Owl? You know what they named this Owl? I can't imagine. Owlsley. Roger. Roger. They named their owl Owlsley. O-W-L-S-L-E-Y. Owlsley. It's like they sat around and go, what about Jim? What about Bob? Well, we need to have something, though, because he's, he's an owl. I don't know. How about Owlsley? And was that, probably joking, and it stuck. I, I either that or I was going to say that maybe the name selection committee was primarily females you know, with their baby name books. <laughs> I don't know what man would propose that. It's like, I know. 
It's like, Roger, it's like in the movie, that John Wayne movie when he has a dog and the dog's name is Dog. You know? It's like, I mean, Owlsley. Come on, people. We can do better than that. So we're going to do better than that right now. We're going to move to team number 91 in the countdown. It's an SEC team. It's because they are number 91 on the football power index list at ESPN. They're all the way down there at 91. An SEC team. This would be tomorrow's team in a countdown. The Razorbacks of Arkansas. Hey! Great fight song. I told you they had that big inflatable Razorback comes marching out there when they play this, and I just love it. The University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, founded in 1871. Enrollment last year in the fall was over 27,000, and the average ACT score at Arkansas is 26. I could have gotten in. Must be a lot of out of state students. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> uh, Roger. Tried to slide that one by you. Listen sorry. to this. You know, when they have these stats they put out there, it says the six year graduation rate is 65%. Six years? <laughs> Who's going to school for six years? Probably be some folks I knew in high school. <laughs> Supposed to be in the 14th grade. Interesting facts about the University of Arkansas Fayetteville. Over four miles of sidewalks imprinted with the names of graduates. Yep. If you graduate, you can add it on there. Here's another. Another interesting fact. Bill and Hillary Clinton began their careers by teaching law at the University of Arkansas. How about that? Now we're on to famous alumni. Let's do that one uh, real quick about Arkansas. Many of them you know. Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. Yep. Athletes like Darren McFadden, Cliff Lee, the pitcher for the Phillies, all that. The star right now for the Red Sox, Andrew Benintendi. Roger, did you know that the late and great announcer, Pat Summerall, was an Arkansas Razorback? I loved it. That that was a, a smooth dude right there. Oh man. Just without question, undoubtedly, you know, one of the best ever. No doubt about it. John Daly, the golfer. And of course, uh, Houston Nut, Houston Dale. <laughs> He's an Arkansas guy. No question. Did he leave it as fast as he's left everywhere else? <laughs> No, he, he stuck around. Hey, look, people forget he took Arkansas to the SEC uh, championship game in Atlanta twice. And he coached some really good teams at Arkansas. Houston Nutt did. Competitive, they're good, man. They kind of mirrored him. Uh, they were tough. They have a great band. Their band at Arkansas football games plays some great songs. The William Tell Overture. I think about the Lone Ranger whenever I hear this, Roger. 
Ohio Silver. Away! <laughs> pretty good there. <laughs> On his trusty mount. Hey, did you watch that recent Lone Ranger movie that came out with Johnny Depp? I did. Not the usual, bad? It, no, it wasn't. But uh, uh, quirky is everything that, yeah. you know, Johnny Depp does. Oh, sure. Yeah. I grew up watching the Lone Ranger in black and white. They also do the, uh, the band plays the Darth Vader thing from Star Wars. Very noticeable. It's kind of like their answer to the Chinese bandits that uh, LSU bands play. Band plays. They also play something at Arkansas, and I recognized it a few years ago, Roger. I'll go ahead and give it away to you what it is, but they they play a version of that old country song, It's Hard to Be Humble. Remember that? Yeah, because when you're perfect in every way. That's it. it they Mac- play it, and then they sing it. And I, no kidding. It's really cool. Perfect in every way. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Get better looking each day. And my friends all try to tell me I must be a hell of a man. <laughs> it's hard to be humble. Just doing the best I can. And then they uh, they put the horns down and they stand up and sing it at the top of their lungs. And the fans join in too. And it's really it's fun. You know, you know who made the song popular, right? No, who was it? Mac Davis. Okay. A Lubbock, Texas man. Oh, okay. Look at his day. My friend. To know me is to love me. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. But an, what do you say? I'm an Arkansas Razorback man or something like that? When you're an Arkansas Razorback man. When you're an Arkansas Razorback yeah. man. Our fan, I guess fan, we updated. Fan. We updated it. <laughs> it can't to be the just, non-gender specific <laughs> role. It can't be just man. All right. And then another piece of Arkansas trivia here. Tusk is the name of the official live mascot. They have a real live hog. He does not get the recognition in the pub of like the tiger at LSU or the Buffalo at Colorado. Any others? The goat at Colorado State. The tiger. Well, Tiger doesn't get any publicity now at the, LSU, right? He put not, in his yeah, cage. They, that's right. They want him out of there. Excuse me. Habitat. <laughs> his cage. We can't even say cage anymore. Well, it's a little more elaborate. I tell you. What I like about you, Roger, is you go ahead and say it, and then you correct it. <laughs> we like we're gonna put the toothpaste back in the tube, in his cage. Wait a minute, I mean habitat. <laughs> That's not just on the air. That's all day. I love that. The current live mascot at Arkansas is Tusk, the fourth. All tusks so far have been male, because female swine do not have tusks. <laughs> I was going to say, but you know what, Matt? I think it's time. Do you? It's time for a female mascot at Arkansas. Okay, fine, but he ain't going to have to. We got to break through that glass ceiling. (laughs) It's not. An implanted tusk. You can't have a mascot named Tusk 
without tusks. Or as Jerry Clower would say, tushes. <laughs> strap one on his head and get after her head. Easy, me. easy, easy. Tusk. Um, how about this? Tusk occupies a 9,000-square-foot indoor facility and a 7,000-square-foot fenced outdoor area just outside of Dardanelle, Arkansas. He uses the indoor facility to escape the heat and sun, and the outdoor facility provides him the opportunity to slop in several mud holes. <laughs> the first one, they the first time they went and got themselves a live mascot was in 1997. Roger, I was playing football at Mississippi State in 1997. I remember the next year, in 1998, we were hosting Arkansas, and we beat Arkansas, and it pretty much, pretty much wrapped up a trip to uh, the SEC championship game. Before that game at the team hotel in Starkville, we were having a team meeting, and Jackie Sherrill walked into a room with all the team, with a bag. Something was in the bag. He handed out to every player in the room a tusk. A real live tusk that had been harvested from a razorback hog. Every one of us got one. Did you keep it? Yeah, I still have it. And That's the message cool. the message was Razorbacks are not that tough. In fact, I got a whole sack full of tusks that have been harvested from dead ones. <laughs> sure My kind did. Of guy right there. It sure did. I bet y'all were fired up. And we were ready to go. That was before the game in '98. Should ask how the game went. We won. Good. Brian Hazelwood, Clinton, Mississippi. Game winning field goal. Y'all stick around. Yo. I, I must wish a happy birthday to someone that I like to think had an impact on my life. Good, bad, and different. I like to think he had an impact. Got to do that now. I'm Matt. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. I hope your uh, Friday. Hey, we can have Farm Bureau Fridays around here. I hope your Friday is going well. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. Got the phone line open to you. You can give me a shout, 995-1059, 995-1059. Or you can text the show at 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number. Fluffy Bottoms texts and says, did you know the first Mike the Tiger was bought from the Little Rock Zoo by getting 25 cents each from every LSU student until they had 750 bucks. You can get a tiger for $750? What year was that? Scott, that'd be, a while that'd be a while back. Scott, on the text line, we did not castrate a pig, although Coach Cheryl did castrate a steer, a longhorn, a bull, prior to the 91 Texas game. That mm. is a true story. Hey, it's just part of life, man. I mean, it just is. 
Yeah, and uh, Jonathan said, Old Jackie was a fan of taking things from opposing teams' mascot. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. A whole had a whole sack full of tusks that had been harvested from boar hogs and handed one out to every member of the team before that game in 98. Sure did. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. You know, back then, the, the truth about it is there were a lot of things that that Coach Cheryl would say to us as a team or do or show or, that I didn't really get it. I didn't really get it or understand necessarily back then. But, you know, looking back on it now, I get it better. And I wish I had paid more attention closely. And I wish I would understood it then. He was. I, thought, I always felt like he was a pretty good motivator. Okay, back to the birthday today. May the 31st is the 89th birthday of the man with no name, Blondie, Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Clint Eastwood, 89 years old. What an iconic uh, sound design. Oh, Sergio Leone, the name of the uh, composer. He also composed the theme for Once Upon a Time in the West and many other great Western movies. But he did all of the spaghetti Westerns, the good, the bad, the ugly, for a few dollars more, fistful of dollars. And Clint Eastwood starred in all of those. Not the one uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, but all those others. And so you play a character like that, you're timeless. It's timeless. Those movies are absolutely timeless. Clinton Eastwood Jr. Born he's a on tall fella. He's tall. Born on this day in 1930 in San Francisco, California in 2015, an estimated net worth of 375 million. Extra points if anybody can tell me what they're saying. Dad gum. Roger, when you look up Clint Eastwood on Wikipedia, busy boy. And it says, it tells you who his wife is and all. And it says children. You know what it says beside children? Undetermined number. <laughs> That's what it says. I'm looking well, you know at. Oh, he's it. got one. It's it's kind of getting started in the movies now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know his name other than Eastwood. Undetermined number, including, and then it names off about eight of them. What they're trying to say there. Kimber Tunis, Betty Sue Cagle, Kyle Eastwood, Allison Eastwood, Scott Eastwood, Catherine Reeves, Francesca Eastwood, Morgan Eastwood, and Laurie Murray. It's Scott, the one that's getting okay. into business. Scott Eastwood. Born in 1986, so he'd be what? How old is he? Early 30s? Undetermined number. I can't get over that. 
Oh, we, man. We missed an anniversary yesterday. What happened? I'm, you being a baseball fan, it was the Babe's last game. He smashed three homers. Really? In his last yeah. game? Right. May 30th, 1935. How about that? So that happened five years after Eastwood was born. Clint Eastwood could have watched Babe Ruth play. How about that? How about that? Eastwood's 89 years old. Um, some of these names of these movies for Eastwood, excuse me. You know, I'm, I think I'm embarrassed to say that there's some of these I haven't seen. Um, got to start in Rawhide, the TV show, but rose to international fame as the man with no name. And um, I, I told you the wrong name. Sergio Leone was the director of those movies. It was Ennio, it was Ennio Marconi or Morricone was the composer of all the music. I said Sergio Leone. It was Ennio Marconi. So um, Leone had the Dollars Trilogy, the Spaghetti Westerns, all of those. But then he was Harry Callahan and all the Dirty Harry movies, which I don't know that I've ever seen a Dirty Harry movie start to finish. You know, he was really? in that. Yeah, really. I've seen the clips, you know. They hold up, if you ask me. Go ahead, make my day, punk. Ronald yeah. Reagan used that line to great effect. He sure did. Um, well, he had the punk part. But. The 1992 movie, Unforgiven. He was in that movie with um, Morgan Freeman, right? Yeah, and uh, it was a good movie. It was, I tell you, it was pretty iconic. I mean, hard to have an iconic modern Western movie, but they did it. Okay, the sports drama. Million Dollar Baby in 2004. Never saw it. Did not see it. Won all kinds of awards for it. Didn't see it. He was in Every Which Way But Loose, a comedy. Didn't see it. Any Which Way You Can, 1980. Didn't see it. But all these others, yeah. Outlaw Josie Wales, Hang Em High, Pale Rider. You ever see the movie Firefox where he was a pilot? Yeah, those are... He went through a phase there. Yeah. Gonna make it some cheesy movies. Yeah. It was kind of cheesy. But, I, but as a kid in I enjoyed it, though. I, I did, too. And see, and I was pretty young in 82, and I enjoyed it. Some of uh, them just don't hold up for the second or third watching. Yeah. Kelly's Heroes in 1970. Heartbreak Ridge in 86. Haven't seen it. That was it, awesome. Was it? Yes. What's it about? You, you got to see that. It's a, it's a the war movie. When, okay. When, when did you say that came out? 86. Yeah, that's awesome. That's okay. a good movie. Okay. In the Line of Fire in 93, I think I saw that. That's where he was protecting the president, right? He was a Secret Service guy. Bridges of Madison County, didn't see it in 95. Grand Torino in, in, in 08, I did see that one. Yeah. I mean, he's just it's just unbelievable. His career is just <laughs> unbelievable. You know, and... You just can't find anybody who who can't name at least one Clint Eastwood movie that they really like. You know, part of that is you do enough of them, but on undetermined number of children. <laughs> I can't get over that. I mean, dang. All right. 
A few more minutes with you coming up next in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Rolling along with you here a few minutes uh, to close it out. Close the week out with you here on the show. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Been a while since we batted that beach ball up in the air, but on the baseball front, you have uh, Elijah McNamee back into the lineup for Mississippi State. He's in the DH spot, so he's not playing in right field, but he is the DH, and he'll be hitting. Get him back. That's big. He's going to be in the cleanup hole. Batting fourth in the lineup. Hatcher starting out in right field. Tonight, 7 p.m. first pitch between Ole Miss and Jacksonville State in the Oxford Regional. And middle of the afternoon, you got Southern Miss taking on Arizona State in game one of the Baton Rouge Regional. What's the correct way to pronounce? pronounce? Is it Baton Rouge or Rouge? Is the G harder or softer? I believe uh, Justin Wilson called it Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Red stick? Yeah. Now, I don't know if he was – he'd be more of an authority than I would. <laughs> Brooks texted the show, and he did want to remind me that on the whole number of un- – undetermined number of children for – Clint Eastwood, to remember that it is Wikipedia. Yeah, you're right, Brooks. It ain't like it's an encyclopedia, right? (laughs) I should remember that. Thanks for that text. You want to text the show, you can. 885-ESPN, 885-3776. Three-hump camel. He says High Plains Drifter is the most underrated Clint Eastwood movie and probably your favorite is is High Plains Drifter the one where he's kind of like a ghost figure sort of thing he comes back into town and he kind of terrorizes them for a little while for something they did to him or did to someone at one point is that the one tells him to paint every building red and just basically makes fools out of all of them isn't that High Plains Drifter the real the real Brian says, Matt, if you've not seen Million Dollar Baby, you are worse off. Okay. There, there's two sports-related movies, Roger, that I must see soon. I've been putting it off for years, and that is Million Dollar Baby and Moneyball. People say Moneyball is a good baseball movie. Have you watched The Mule? No. Yeah, not, not, not a sports related, but while we're talking about Clint Eastwood. That's a recent that's, one, right? That's his most recent. Yeah, okay. He's still good. Still good. I got to see that. He was really good in Gran Torino. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, David says, Eastwood is a true legend. Don't forget Outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah, no doubt. Great movie. He's just great in everything. He's one of those guys who did a, a lot of movies and, and was actually good at it. <laughs> a lot of them you know, just in some crappy movies. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jay from Baltimore, who called in earlier, uh, texted. He said, I'm not sure I can call the show again until Matt watches Every Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You Can. They are classics. Oh, that's the one with right turn, Clyde. He had the orangutan. And Clyde would put that's his hand right. out knock people out. <laughs> that's right. Fluffy Bottoms is texting saying that Justin Wilson, the Cajun cook, 
was from North Louisiana and his accent was fake. He said, you say it, Baton Rouge. You don't say Baton Rouge? <laughs> hey, I did attribute it to, to Justin. I do have my disclaimer on that. Okay. All right. Unlike we did the uh, Chris Lamonis trivia earlier. Yeah, right, which was all false. <laughs> Dang. That was John, JB. We were you all know, in it together, fault, though. He got it from uh, Blake and Jackson. They ain't his fault. Which is the first problem. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. JB was not the originator of the misinformation. <laughs> he was merely the conduit. And we were, too. Like I said, we're all in it together. Chris Lamonis, head coach at State, was not in that baseball movie. Um, Divini Equipment phone. Divini Equipment, Madison and Jackson. Again, reminder, they also have Red Max mowers. And on the residential Red Max units, starting at $28.99, you buy one of those, you get a commercial backpack blower that's worth 340 bucks free and the commercial red max zero turn mower starting at 51.99 20 percent off Ooh, what a big man yeah let's go to john first on the phone line what's up john hey matt hey man before i say anything else i just wanted to i uh, thank him before off here i was gonna say on there what a great guy roger is he a while back a caller had said some nice things about my grandfather and he took the time to send me a clip of that and uh where I can play it for my family. So Oh great. I just wanted to say my that. pleasure, man. But anyway, uh, uh you're talking about past summer, I told you before my grandfather coached uh, Jerry Clare was in the state. I'm pretty sure he was coaching at Arkansas when Pat Summerall was there. Okay. Um I know he was on those Late Those 50s teams. Giants teams with Grifford and Landry on that, so he should have been in Arkansas in the mid-50s or so, I would think. Right. Um, yeah. So, let's see. Sumrall, was he – now, he would have been older than Jerry Jones. They wouldn't have played on the same teams. Didn't, hey, and tell yeah, me – I think Jerry Jones and them were – 60s, maybe. I think that's 60s. right. I think that's right. They yeah. would have been in the 60s, and Jimmy – Am I crazy? But didn't Jimmy Johnson also come from Arkansas? Right, right. Yeah, they were teammates. They That's made right. a whole 30 for 30 thing about it. That's right. Okay. But uh, talking about JB, I also, uh, grandfather coached Johnny Majors when he's at Tennessee, and I was talking to JB about it one day. I didn't realize he grew up down the street from Johnny Majors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. But one one other thing too, you were talking about the Babe Ruth thing, and I'm not sure if it, I might be completely wrong on this, but I want to say I heard this one time there was a pitcher, and I believe he was from Mississippi, named Homer Bush, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think he gave up Babe Ruth's last home run. But yeah, I'm not I think sure you're right. That. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a connection there. I think I read that at some point too. I'm gonna look that yeah. up. I'm gonna look it up, John. Yeah. Hey, good to hear from you on a Friday. Hope you have a great weekend. All uh, right, you too. Go dogs. Go Dogs. Thank you. All right, let's uh, talk to Louvier. And I, I'm with you, Louvier. We're not supposed to be talking bad about Justin Wilson, are we? Right. And so, good morning and go Saints. So, I'm not trying to get sideways with any of you listeners calling in. Justin Wilson claimed to be from uh, a town called French Settlement, Louisiana. And I don't know exactly where it is. Uh, 
we always thought it was somewhere just south of Alexandria, which when you're from New Orleans, and yeah. that's, he said Baton Rouge and New Orleans, and he did it to be funny. That ain't how we say it. We say Baton Rouge, like Baton, B-A-T-I-N, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. And why do we say it that way? I don't know, because it's faster. Uh, <laughs> is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? I, no idea. Prince Settlement but, is in uh, Livingston Parish. Where is that? Okay, that is a little bit north. Uh, you know, and but but to those of us from New Orleans, anything north of I ten is north. Yeah, he would always call them, <laughs> talk about them Yankees up around Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and and Baton Rouge and New Orleans, there's a there's a real love hate relationship. It's only an hour away. Uh, my grandparents and my aunt still live. My my grandparents are no longer with us, but my aunt still lives in Baton Rouge. I can't stand Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. It's it's the biggest traffic jam oh, always. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, Atlanta traffic and Houston traffic ain't got nothing on Baton Rouge because yep. it's just everybody going to the same place and that same place is nowhere and you can't get there from here. Just <laughs> saying. Uh, anyway, uh, Justin was saying he uh, a lot of his accent was forced. Was it a fake Cajun accent? I don't think so. I believe that man was Cajun. Yeah. He could uh, open a beer with a marshmallow if that's all he had, and he could <laughs> catch a fish just by whispering. <laughs> all right. I love your show. Hail State. Go Saints. Hail State and go Saints. Olivier, appreciate that. That was a good call, man. Open a beer, can with a marshmallow if he had to, and catch a fish by whispering. So it's Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. That's exactly right. You know, and see, that's the thing. We have settled a lot of issues today. We really have. And I looked it back up again just to make sure. I remember reading this. We we talked about Justin Wilson at one point. A son of the former agriculture commissioner for the state of Louisiana. His dad uh, passed away in office in 1948. Um. He was the manager, Justin Wilson was the manager of an unsuccessful Democratic gubernatorial campaign of Lieutenant Governor William J. Bill Dodd. He and Dodd were close, even though they disagreed in a lot of times the philosophy. And then you read on down, he was married four times. His third wife passed, and his three other marriages uh, ended in divorce. He had three daughters, Sarah Sue, Pam, and Manette. His last residence was in Summit in Pike County, Mississippi. How about that? Summit is uh, where Summit is where Southwest Mississippi Community College is. Sure is. Hey, uh, Virginia's finest. You're on the phone. You got literally 20 seconds. The music has started. I'm sorry. Yeah, about that. I, I hit it quick. I hit it quick, Matt. Have you heard of a guy from Brookhaven named Lance Alworth? Oh, yeah. Did you know he wanted to go to the University of Mississippi, but Johnny Ball didn't take no no married men. So he uh, played with a little, I think, a little bit before Pat Summerall at the University of Arkansas. Very cool. Thank you, Virginia's Finest. Yes, sir. Yes, Have sir. a good weekend.